bloody fleek. What? Okay. On bloody fleek. Welcome to Crit Apocalypse, episode... 52, for God's sake, it's on the screen. 52? Yeah, well, where is it? Here. Oh, there we are. It's on your screen. Oh, it's on here as well. We're doing it live. Guys, we're doing a live podcast for the first time ever. So mm. we're actually able to present ourselves to you in the sexiest possible way. Yeah. In Ant's bed. Yeah, in my bedroom. I mean, we can bake out or something. No. No. No, a little bit? No. Um, we're just like, I don't know. We're joined today by Yoda and a feather duster, which is nice. And my nip. Yeah. So, no one's watched Crit Apocalypse before. And no, no listened. one has. This is like the first yeah. time that people have really done this. Yeah, like, just, yeah. You know. No, lots of people do like podcasts live. This isn't some new invention. Wait, who does podcasts live? Loads of people. Like, okay, those, name like one. You know those guys who left IGN? They got that really nerdy looking guy with the glasses. They do that every week. Oh! And there's that, um, what's that film Deathmatch one or whatever it was that Max Landis was in a while ago? I can't remember. Loads of people do. I mean, there's a there's a podcast live stream section on Bean. Well, yeah, but that could mean anything. Yeah, it's all just guys with beards staring at a camera, probably talking about Anita Sarkeesian or something. Anyway, better know them addressed as Captain America. If you haven't seen or heard us before, what? Each fortnight, I'm explaining what happens. Each fortnight, we review four things like video games, films, TV, uh, you know, anything. I've reviewed toilet paper. I have reviewed porn. Yeah. Um, that was a fun one to edit the video version of when I did it. That's still Loved on YouTube. It. There's a there's an erection on YouTube of Adam Sandler's face on it, and it's not been first time taken off. Yeah, first live podcast, first penis Sandler. I mean, obviously the erection's fine. It's the Adam Sandler's face that's the problem. It's him going. I was gonna like you know get when you get like like a cum splatter on his face, but anyway. You mean one of his scripts? Someone's already gone because I mentioned an erection. You mean but one anyway, of his scripts? Your first review this week. You know what? I actually forgot to prepare Don't a list. Don't waste time. Okay, I won't waste time. This week, my you can't. First, I can't edit live. It's an incredible strain. My first review is going to be, God fucking damn it, why am I under pressure? My first review is going to be one of my all-time favourite horror movies, Return of the Living Dead, 1080 people are release. You've already done Return of the Living Dead. Did I? Yeah, a few weeks back. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck. Balls. Uh, okay. My Good start. Good start. My is going to be <laughs> Resident Evil Zero HD Remake for the PS4. Is that, is that come out ages ago? Yeah, well, I only just played it, didn't I? Okay, so I've got to salvage this week's podcast. Oh okay, so God. get on with it. God, I've got a new review that's going to be topical, so... Okay, we'll save that for later. All right. Yeah. Okay, so I played that's Resident Evil Zero, the HD remake. I remember fondly loving this game. In fact, I don't. I didn't just love it, I adored it. I played it so fucking much. It was basically the game that broke my GameCube joypad. Joypad? Gamepad. Controller? That thing. Joypad. It can be a joypad. One of the shoulder controller. bones completely fucked. Because of this stupid fucking game. Anyway, so the game is essentially Resident Evil, as you know it, from the 90s. Yeah, there you go. Um, (coughs) Why? Um, Anyway, so uh, what you do is you have a a set... Oh, fuck. It's Resident Evil. It's Resident Evil. It's about zombies and shit. Like, who gives a fuck? You're on a train. You're on a train. You can flip between two characters. All right, so yeah... I, uh, Everyone knows Resident Evil. Maybe not Zero. Just explain so you play, what you, you play as You play as two characters and you switch between them to solve puzzles and get to the end of the game. Uh, there's beasties Which and monsters on the way. Uh, it's Rebecca Chambers and... and who cares? Billy... Bullet Time Billy. Bullet Time Billy. Bullet Time Billy. That's one of the best scenes in the game. At the beginning of the game, there's a scene where there's some leeches. The leeches are coming towards him. Oh, Rebecca. <coughs> Rebecca, sorry. Mm-hmm. And instead of him, you know... Um, just jumping in the way or pushing him out of the way or something like that he goes into bullet time because this was 2003 when that was still cool and he shoots 
It wasn't cool for much longer. No. He shoots four four of these leeches out of the air in bullet time. It's like, and it's it's incredible because it's so nineties, but in a game from you know this millennium. Um, the game itself is archaic and quite difficult to play. It was originally an N sixty four game that took forever to get released. I heard that. That's fucking gross. It took forever to get released. So. Um, a lot of the mechanics were uh, updated as it went on, but they didn't really didn't really do a great job of fixing all that no. shit up. Um, but in regards to the actual game itself, it's still fun to me. I don't know if that means that it's going to be fun for everyone, but it's certainly... The, uh, the visuals are upgraded, the videos aren't though, so the FMVs are still a bit crap. Yeah. But all in all, I liked it. I really like it. I still really like it. I wouldn't say it's the perfect game. I would say it was more like a... If I was going to give it a review score, I would say it's more like an Ethan Embry. So Ethan Embry's always sort of been there as a background character. It's always been there. No it's one quite good when he If you're going to review with Can't actors. Hardly Wait. Have you not seen Can't Hardly Wait? No. Can't Hardly Wait with Peter Fascinelli. You are telling me right now you haven't seen one of the greatest teen comedies of all time. No. Seth Green. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Don't get so angry. <sighs> Those are all people I wouldn't bother watching. You're talking about Resident Evil. And you- Resident Evil Zero is an Ethan Embry. It's a fine game. It's a great game. It fits within the canon. It's just it's not it's not the it's not great. It's not great was the wrong word to use before. It's a good game. It's never going to be better than good. But it's a nice piece of history that's good. That it, I just I like the fact it's got a chance. It didn't have one before. It was Kyle, and then fucking it was stopped, and then production started again on the GameCube, and the Wii, and all oh, the other shit, wasn't it? Just a mess. Not be much. They just redid the character models and graphics. And yeah, but the the backgrounds are probably the same backgrounds. They just like probably. Them. But anyway, I like it. Fuck you. You review right. at? Well, well, I'm going to review Hell in a Cell, the WWE pay per view that was this weekend. Well, yesterday oh, it was last surprise. night. Surprise. Yeah, well, it's new and it was very good. It was a really good show. Oh, what did Roman Reigns do this time? Well, he wasted about 30 minutes at the start of the show having a match that no one cared about. They had um, Hell in a Cell, the pay-per-view, is one of WWE's gimmick pay-per-views where they have one match type they like to repeat multiple times through the show. Um, and this one being the Hell in a Cell match where they wrestle with a big cage around the ring like it goes okay. all the way over the top. It's like, think Thunderdome but square. And Tina Turner. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they... Um, well, I have yeah, whatever. Stop, stop distracting me with comments, Kane. That's for the the people who listen to this aren't going to make sense, are they? You're not meant to read that. Yeah, I was going to ignore the comments. We're ignoring the comments. But yeah, stop reading the chat. Exactly. Stop reading the fucking chat. Anyway, so the pay per view they had three of these Hell in a Cell matches. The first one was completely pointless. Roman Reigns versus Rusev. No one cares about that bullshit. Yeah. Um, there's some other matches, I mean, tag like, matches I, and stuff. But to be honest, I'm, I am straining my mind to think of anyone who cares about what this is in general. Yeah. Well, Tate Kane's a big wrestling fan, so... Stop reading yeah. the fucking chat. I wasn't using the chat, I was saying he is. He's listening oh. to us right now. Go follow his Twitch and Beam and YouTube or whatever. All right, cool. Anyway, what mad is the other two Hell in a Cell matches. The first one, the second, well, second one on the card, but the first mm-hmm. one that mad, was Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins for the Universal WWE Championship. Or whatever it's called, stupid name for a title, it's Big Red Belt. Um, that was a really, really solid match, right in the middle of the card. Like, yeah. With them just beating the shit out of each other for a bit and smacking things into things and going through tables. Because mm. what they stop, stop trying to distract me with comments. It's because I'm looking there. at you and I can yeah. type, I can touch them, so it's fine, don't worry about it. But they, they like, one of the things those two guys are really good at is building the tension. And, um, like, basically, 
they're really good at building up to a finish. Yeah. Like hitting bigger and bigger moves and making the each sequence look bigger. And that worked really yeah. well. Um, it was a decent match. Like, nothing really changed in it. Kevin Owens came out the winner. Spoilers. But, um, you know, it was just a decent match. And But the real thing was, and that was they should have made a bit more of a big deal out of this. Um, the main event, for the first time ever, was a women's match on a WWE pay-per-view. They've never done that before. Um, they've, I guess they've never really had... Well, they could have done it with Trish Stratus and Lita back in the day, but they never really had women wrestlers who are over as much as this, as Lita. Sasha Lita. Yeah. Um, so they had a Hell in a Cell match, which was also the first time women have been in a Hell in a Cell match. Really? Yeah, because they don't tend to do hardcore matches with women, like the violent... So that's like... like... That's like a matches. big thing, right? It's a big deal. But it was the main event of the whole show. The only time women have main evented an event before in WWE, like as like close to a pay-per-view, is one of the NXT shows. But they don't really count because they're only on the network. They're not like something they put on pay-per-view as well. It's not the big it's not the big draw thing. It's like a little side show just for the website. Um, but they had like this brutal match, which started off in a bit of a similar way to what the Mick Foley Undertaker match did from years and years ago, where... Before the match even starts, they're just having a brawl and Sasha Banks gets smacked through her at the announcer's table and she's like injured her back and can't just, walk and she's collapsing and just stuff. Just like the scene they live. And they put her on a stretcher to drag her out. Yeah. And like pretty much on cue, just as they're about to announce that Charlotte is the new champion by forfeit, um, she sort of dives off the table. Wait, who, was the form, who was forfeit? Charlotte almost won the title by forfeit because Sasha couldn't compete. She but hurt her back. Why was forfeit sponsoring the title? No, forfeit is... Forfeit, as in oh, to give up the title. Oh, okay. You twat. But she charges in. They start the match. They have a really quite a brutal match because one thing Sasha Banks is quite good at is getting smacked on her head a lot. And also making those Borat movies. I love those. No, don't. That's, that's. No. But she just like. They had like a really. Probably one of the best Hell in a Cell matches WWE's had. Yeah. Really good match. They were yeah. like smacking all over the place and Sasha Banks getting dropped on her head, which she shouldn't do. Do they have the uh, the fights where they get the fluorescent tubes and they jab them in each other's faces? No, that's that's shit wrestling. But that sounds like better wrestling than the wrestling no. you described. Okay, and they so actually do wrestling. No, that's oh. still not wrestling. Okay, um, but yeah, it's a, they had a really good main event level match. That hopefully, every now and again, WWE would dare to put a women's champion women's match in the main event. And that'd be good because they deserve it. Yeah, of course they do. They're women. They have vaginas. They can sneak weapons in. Well, no. Well, that's misogynistic. Uh, so don't say that. But well, oh yeah, because men, men have anuses. They can also think, sneak weapons in. Is that Sasha Banks and male. Charlotte Flair are probably like two of the best wrestlers on the roster right now out of anyone. And they should have the main event every now and again. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I, yeah. I completely agree. And next time I, next maybe time I watch, turn. Next time I watch the World Wildlife Foundation, I will remember this. WWE. You can't be incredulous about wrestling. We have Tainted Kane wrestling. I can't. I can't try and cater to just one viewer. I have to cater to all the viewers. And Kyle so I have Blaine, to be, Kyle you, Blaine listens. He I'm likes, the everyman. I'm the everyman in this situation. Yeah, it's a big because deal. I'm every woman. It's all in me. No, stop. You have to pay her now for that lyric. She's dead, isn't she? No. Anyway, get on with it. Oh. Okay. So uh, my next review this week is going to be something quite topical. He's he is everywhere right now. You can't go left, right, centre, up or down, A B A B start without seeing Doctor Strange. So I'm going to review Doctor Mordred, the 1986 attempt to make a Doctor Strange movie starring uh, Jeffrey Combs. Well, no, there was a Doctor Strange movie in 1970s. 
This is a nineteen eighties attempt. Yeah, but there was actually a Doctor oh, Strange but, but movie. This is this is my review, so stop ruining this for me. But no one cares about Doctor Mordred. Okay, I've talked to you about this. People care about my feelings, and you are hurting them right now. So I need you to just I need you to just listen. But it's not Doctor Strange. Doctor Mordred was an attempt to make a Doctor Strange movie in the eighties that failed miserably because the rights of Doctor Strange were moved over to another company. So Marvel no longer had the rights linked in with I think it was at the time Columbia blah blah blah. Um, so Doctor Mordred is a crap film. Hmm. There's no ifs or buts. There's terrible special effects. It's uh, I mean Jeffrey Combs holds it together, but everything else is just shit. It's shockingly bad. But the reason that I found it and found it so uh, sorry, the reason I found it so interesting is because uh, Jeffrey Combs in it. I kind of love Jeffrey Combs, so I'm now going to talk about Jeffrey Combs in. Uh, in is this film directed by Brian Yusner? Yes, I believe so. No, you're talking about. No, no it's Halloween. We're talking about Frighteners. But you were just saying you were talking about Doctor. Oh, that was only so we get the hit, and then we take away the nib, the little, the tidbit. Like it's we're going to talk about Doctor Strange. Of course we are. Jeffrey Combs onto a good film, The Frighteners. Why don't you say you're reviewing The Frighteners? Well, talking about Michael J. Fox, we're now going to review Back to the Future. No, just pick a review, stop wasting time, okay, get on with it. Right. Okay, so I'm going to talk about Doctor Strange meets The Frighteners. Um, anyway, no, uh, The Frighteners. Because it's Halloween, I'm going to review an old horror film that was directed by Peter Jackson. Um, most people know him as The Wizard of Gore from like the 80s, early 90s with Brain Dead and Bad Taste and Meet the Feebles. Um, but once he moved over to Hollywood... He got some money behind him and decided to make The Frighteners, which is like a CGI horror film about a man struggling with the death of his wife that he thinks is, thinks is linked to um, to a serial killer, but has since since being in a car accident has started having visions of the dead. Everyone's seen The Frighteners. No, everyone hasn't seen The Frighteners. I've got um, it. I've got it as well. Right here. I got it first. In your heart. That's clearly not true. Um, so anyway, so um, it's a fantastic film. It's really original, but also very strange. And it doesn't really work as an hour and a half movie. You kind of feel like Peter Jackson wanted to make the, the original Lord of the Rings style three hour epic from all the story that he's got going on. Yeah, because there's stuff like, there's there's a lot of scenes that are cut short, like his visit to the afterlife, you know, the weird relationship he has with the sergeant is a lot stronger. You know, there's little bits missing here and there. Also... They don't really define his wife. There's no real information about that side of things, so you don't really get that there was an emotional. You, you understand some emotional... flaws in the frightness. No, you understand there's an emotional attachment because you're told there's one, but you're not actually shown yeah. that at any point. Yeah. You know, there's stuff like there's little tidbits like the basketball. You know, he he makes the basketball court. He pays over all the the, the grass, and he doesn't want to have you know a garden. She's like, "Well, I thought you were going to give me a garden." He's like, "No, nah, I'm playing basketball now." Mm. People, Michael Jordan's coming over, um, and it's really really good. I really like it. You're picking flaws in it. I am picking flaws in it because no film is perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect film. If there was, you wouldn't like it. Troll 2. Hyper Troll. You mean, you mean Lep in the Hood. Doing no good. Leprechaun in the oh, Hood. Oh, Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah, that's Leprechaun classic. In the Hood. Leprechaun in the Hood 2. Yeah. Lep in the Hood. Doing no good. Yeah. Um, but The Frighteners. Uh, it's a very solid movie. Very, very, very solid movie. I give it a Michelle Pfeiffer because I hold her in high esteem. Wait, Michelle been... Pfeiffer when? Now. Now? I'd still fuck her. Well, yeah, that's not, that's misogynistic as well. What? So, what? Because I'm attracted to a woman. I'm a misogynist. No, she she doesn't want to have sex with me. That's clear because I'm a hideous human being. She's fantastic, fantastically beautiful, and radiant, even at the age that she is now, which is sixty. Which sure, why not? Is fine with, by me. I'm just saying that my opinion is that she is so ravishingly beautiful. I would like to have sex with her. 
but only if she wants to. And we would do it in a way that's her preference. In a bed of roses. Like the Bon Jovi song. So, back to Dr. Mordred. No, <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. Um, that's my review. No, I give it Michelle Pfeiffer. I, I fucking, I adore the Freiners. It's absolutely spectacular. It still looks good now. Uh, there's a couple of things that look a bit shitty, like the portals. I don't know if you remember, you know the portals when they, um, yeah. where he's been dragged to heaven and then it changes when there's bad people there. It was like 1997, <coughs> special yeah. effects, man. Also the wall, the ghost in the wall. Yeah. That looks shitty as well. But once you sort of get away from that, it's just the people being, um, being sort of like, the, the glowing ghost people being projected onto the scenes is great. Love it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. fantastic. Stars the original Gomez Adams. It does. Yeah, the Wild West guy. Yeah. And is it? Who's the other guy? Chee McBride. Yeah. Is it Chee McBride? I think so. Yeah. Oh, it's been years since I watched it. We've got it. Okay, so my review, second review, yeah. fucking time waster. What? Is Chroma Squad. I love you. Which I've played extensively the last couple of days because I've got addicted to it. Um, Chroma Squad, as inspired by Saban's Power Rangers, as you can just about make out on the title screen, it's like really, like, it's grey and you can't really see the text, but they've got a Power Rangers license. But anyway, it's a turn based RPG strategy type game on, you know, on a grid, move you guys around, punch, 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 where you play as a bunch of guys who are making, the stuntmen making their own. Like Super Sentai style Power Rangers esque TV show. So like Star Kid. So they're like, you know, they're they're filming it. You've got sets, you've got buildings, you've like got Power Rangers. But stuff's getting a little bit over the top. Something happens. They find this big old device, like a big brain with crystals in it, and they're all like, "Whatever, this will be a set piece for our show." And it kind of wait. So they find a brain in a big jar, and they assume it's something <coughs> that their uncle, who owns the warehouse, just happens to have. A, a brain. Yeah, big old giant brain in a jar. Like as in... Mm. That's grim. But they um, basically, they start making the TV show. Yeah. And as you're watching it, it's quite, it's quite meta because they're constantly talking about making the show whilst acting out the roles in the show and having the fights and the actors who play the monsters come in and they're all like in dodgy costumes and stuff. Auto man. But as it goes on, there's a whole bunch of like little elements that are a bit supernatural maybe where they don't really understand, but they just kind of go with the flow, because it's like, hey, this makes great footage for our show. So there's this, there's this bigger plot, and I'm about like a third of the way through it so far. And the way it's structured is like you have episodes of a TV show for a season, and you have to do the first episode to kick off the show, then you do like the other episodes in between. You can choose what order you do them in. So you can choose if you're going to have a big mech fight or not, and all this sort of stuff. So you have a big old mechs to fight with. Um, and it all builds up to a season finale, where you have the biggest challenges. Yeah, and every stage has like director's um, instructions. So there's certain things you should try and pull off to get more fans into your show. Yeah, and your aim is to get as many fans as possible and use that fan power to build your momentum and your money making and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can buy better costumes because your costumes are rubbish at start. You have like cardboard masks and things like that. Yeah, and then gradually you can have like really nice looking ones. That's cool. Um, there's no leveling up. It's all stat based. Um, don't show the nightmare. Oh no. Stop showing the nightmare. And this doesn't really help because audio. We've got to put the audio. Oh right, on. yeah, no, so you're right. Okay, yeah. sorry. Continue your review. Don't let me distract you. No, you d- don't, don't. No. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, so they have the whole TV show going on. There's no leveling with XP or anything. It's mm-hmm. all done entirely through, uh, like you know, what items you have, building yeah. you up, making your costume better is what makes you stronger. Um, and it's really, stronger, really faster, good. Better. I'm like properly addicted to it. Um, it's one of those ones where you can just like keep 
working your way through and playing it. And every stage takes about like 15 minutes to half an hour to play through, depending on if it's like season finale or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's like properly enjoyable. It's highly recommended. It's on the um, Humble Bundle right now for about another week. Which also has Assault Android Cactus, Westerado. Can I play it on this? And Odalus. You might, you'll be able to play it on that. Yeah? Yeah, on that. Whatever it is. It's a Mac. Toaster. It's, uh, it's not warm. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. Chrono Squad. Really freaking good. Do you remember Auto Man? No. Do you remember Manimal? Everyone remembers Manimal. Do you remember... Have we spoken about Manimal before? Probably. I feel like we've spoken about Manimal before. No one cares about Manimal. What? Ah! Ah! I would just like to quickly reiterate that if we've spoken about Manimal before, I, I expect you haven't taken this this horrible time. Hmm. Ah, <sighs> okay. Smith was all like, I'm going to join in and watch the stream, and then he hasn't. Well, no, that's because that's because he can't see the Nightman. Okay, this is just for Tank and Kane, but this won't work on the audio. Am I going to have to edit this all out? So anyway, uh, my next review this week is going to be... Um, oh, there's a text coming in. My next review is going to be... Nightmare on Elm Street, 2010. What, the remake? Yeah. Are you just like... You've not really planned anything out. I have nothing new to review. It has been the shittest week for games and films. That's your fault. No, I... uh, I really wish that there was more that I had done this week that involved that stuff, but I've been... Or actually, no, fuck it. I'm going to review Alien Ant Farm live in Southampton. There you go. There's a thing you did. There we go. go. See that I went and did something. Look, there you go, guys. I want to go see Alien Ant Farm. That's right. I haven't been back in time ten years. No, they're still alive and playing. Yeah, they're now a couple of years ago. Apparently, they say the word faggot during their stage show, which is fucking awful. Mm. Like knives in the ears, mate. Well, they're American. Anyway, so I went to a gig, Alien Ant Farm. Now, I I don't know if anyone knows this about me, but I fucking love drinking, and it's. It's both one of my greatest pleasures and one of my biggest faults. Because I feel like when I drink, I don't really make the smartest decisions. As seen on Friday when I decided to go Alien Ant Farm with nothing in my stomach but a protein bar and Carling. That's your fault. So, I turn up in Southampton. But what uh, about the show? Uh, all right, I'm going to get to it. I turn up in Southampton at 7 o'clock, ready to go. Ready to see Alien Ant Farm go, just like the movies. Smooth criminal. He dances. And then some people. That's the lyrics. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, we turn up, and there's a couple of bands before. Neither of them are very good. One named Head P. My Head PE. Head yeah. Head PE yeah, they're yeah. cool. Well, they weren't. Um, anyway, so um, you got this drum and they're off their tits on drugs. They're all like straight edge and stuff nowadays. Probably. Oh really? Because yeah. they weren't very good. Anyway, so um, so I went to go mm. see Alien Out Fun. They eventually started playing. Yeah. Um, and they played all the hits and stuff. Lead singer said faggot. That was really weird. That wasn't the best part of it, though. So I was at the show. I was very intoxicated. And uh, there was As a be. beautiful blonde lady with a beautiful brunette lady. Yeah. And because I was intoxicated, I decided I wanted to talk to them. So for the first two hours, three hours of the show, I was just sort of basically buzzing around like a fly on shit. And then as the show ended... I was outside drunk. And when I'm drunk, I smoke, guys. This is this is the downfall of me. I like to smoke But what about the show? So I left the show because it had been over for a little while. Solid two hours in. So um, I left the show. <coughs> and who happens to be there? Two lovely ladies. And, uh, and I started chatting to them. And they were like, oh, come with us to a bar called The Hobbit. But no, it would it had already gone 11. Last train's at 11. What was I to do? So I went home with my friend Emma and Lucy. And then she went and stayed at theirs. Any that fun, people? That's most, nothing to do with most memorable thing about the gig is that there was a beautiful blonde lady and she showed me affection. 
Two this out of ten. This is the first live podcast, and you just not. Do- I'm knocking it out of the park. I feel. Yeah. So um, I don't think Alien Anthem. They basically played stuff like Truant. What? They what uh, they basically played all the stuff off of Truant, and then they played yeah. some of the stuff off of um, uh, off of. Um, Anthology. Oh, has Cardinal Smith gone to the um, the Mellow hey, Gaming? Wait, I'll talk to him on my one. He's gone to the Mellow Gaming page instead of the, Car- oh, the Puppets one. Cardinal. Yeah, that's why I can't see him saying anything in the chat. Oh, see, it's, he's made a silly mistake. Um, hosting on there. So anyway, um, yeah. So uh, Alien Anthem, they weren't really mm. very good live. I mean, those the songs were fine, but it's just. Oh, here he is. <laughs> it was it was a weird place to be, um, and it felt strange to be. Um, I sent him the link directly to this. I fucking love him. Um, it felt strange to be there again. I didn't uh, recently because of all the what shit. What was the venue? Uh, good good question. Um, Southampton, near near Audi, I think. Hmm. I was fucked, dude. I was uh, someone gave me a free Jaeger shot. I don't know who the fuck that person was. They gave me a drink. I drank it and then I was really fucked. Jaeger bombs and stuff. I did. Man. I did. <laughs> Children drink. No, it's not. I just drink enough of them, and then it's an adult drink. Anyway, so all right, guys, don't go see Alien album because they're probably not going to be very good. But if you're at a festival and they're playing, way they're fucking probably great. Who's like, the other supporting band? Uh, I don't fucking know. I got no idea. Ed. We didn't know Head PE. No, they were a big deal like 15 years ago. No, I, I, well, I saw them live. They were called Head Planet Earth. Every album, oh, the really? P stands for a different. Oh, great, thing. cool. Yeah, no, I saw them live. They uh, they mm. weren't great, dude. My mate Luke. Shout out the devil. He saw Head P live and then stood and hang out with them afterwards and smoked a lot. Oh yeah, of I hung out with Alien Ant Farm. They didn't. I did. They, didn't. they did. They stayed. There was an after party. Oh. I just I was drunk and there was a blonde lady. She was beautiful. Oh. I've told you the story, Ed. The best thing about the fucking gig was the beautiful woman there. Ah. <sighs> You can't get date raped if you always want it, guys. That's a secret. Always be ready for action. <sighs> Even if it's a guy. Dragging the podcast down. I love you guys. All right, Shilton. Well, after that, I'm going to review Skylanders Imaginators. <laughs> for the kiddie winks. Um, which I went and brought foolishly. Yep. Foolishly, you say. Well, you see, I got my credit card limit... Increase so I could buy Christmas presents for people. Great. So I brought Skylanders Imaginators, the special edition that comes with, you know, Crash Bandicoot and Doctor Neo Cortex, um, and it's it's quite good. I've played most of it now. I've almost finished it because now I've got lots of Skylanders, so it's really hard for me to lose a level because I've got loads and loads of lives. Um, but yeah, what they've done, this one, you can make your own Skylanders. You get the little crystals. You put them down. You make Skylanders. I made a Skeletor. Oh, I saw yeah. him. You know, Except I didn't, didn't really think about it when I was making him, and I just went. He didn't so look he much like a skeleton. With with he fire. looks like uh, he looks like one of the things from Maximo. Is it Maximo? You can make your own and designs and stuff. I'm looking for better parts all the time. Mm. Um, I also got a light crystal, and I made a guy who's a light fighting guy, but he always black and looks a bit like Moon Knight, and he's called Black Light. I thought that was clever. That's very clever. Mm. That's ingenious, in fact. Um, and he comes out and says something like, um, "Behold my glitter" or something like that. I'm John Cena. No, I'd probably make John Cena if I wanted. Oh. Um, but yeah, they they they've put Crash Bandicoot in there in Neo Cortex, and Crash Bandicoot plays a lot like Crash Bandicoot. It's all about spinning moves and throwing explosive TNT crates and stuff like that. Um, and when you get Crash Bandicoot, you get a Crash Bandicoot stage. And yes. it's like very much in the style of Crash Bandicoot yeah. games. And I'm kind of hoping maybe they're going to like use some of this design 
from this as the basis for those new Crash Bandicoot games they're supposed to be making. It's supposed to be an HD version or something, aren't they? Um, but there is sections where you're like running down a narrow path like Crash Bandicoot and you're dodging boulders rolling behind you and stuff like that. So there's a lot of love. There is like a weird bit where you're playing as Neocortex and you're flying a spaceship. That's a bit odd. I don't remember that in the old games. You got four people watching us. But um, mm. but yeah, they they Mm-mm-mm. they made quite a cool little game. You get Spyro and Crash in the same game now. Isn't that crazy? In the nineties, you wouldn't have got that when they did like the Spyro games and all that, and everyone was crazy for Spyro. Do you know what Happy House Skylanders came about? It's really fucking stupid, right? They were going to make a Spyro the Dragon game. Yep. That was like really violent and dark. Yep. Because God of War was a thing. <laughs> they wanted to make a Spyro game where he was like ripping throats out with his teeth and stuff mm. and then they were like oh, maybe this is a bad idea because that was a bad idea so they took the idea to Nintendo to do this toys to life thing mm. and um, Nintendo were like that's dumb who wants oh. to bite toys and put them on a thing that's stupid yeah, it's stupid. so then they went to Activision again Activision was like this is fucking awesome have money and now Skylanders is like crazy big and it's got a TV series on Netflix and there's like they've managed to, they've managed for like six years now to get people to buy a new set every year well, that's crazy kids yeah. love it it is especially considering that someone like a bigwig like uh, um, <sighs> I like the fact that something that Disney couldn't achieve hmm. has been achieved by fucking Spyro the Dragon yeah. who had two games one other fucking game. Two it's Spyro a PS2 games. games. Yeah, they were crap. It's though, like about they? five Spyro games. Um, but they're like, you know, every game they have to have every character from every game before. Now they have to have the bloody cars in there. So there's a racing mode in the game, which has got like 15 tracks or something to race around. Which really? Is pretty decent. Like with time trial modes and mirror modes and stuff like that. Um, and it is like, you know, they could have made that its own game, which the, the Wii version of Superchargers kind of was. It was like a racing game primarily there was a weird Panzer Dragoon shooty bit but it was primarily a racing game but they've done like it's, it's crazy like the animation like the things like every character has unique animations the no no two characters walk the same They're playing with my toys oh, we can just we can just Crash Bandicoot and Spyro no Crash Bandicoot and Neocortex rather. but yeah the amount of money they must spend on making these games and they're not short either there's like they're making Kiss that's just yeah. naughty that's naughty He's angry at the right position. That Don't he just, make him kiss. He's like, he's like, oh no, what's happening? Oh, <laughs> what's that noise? Oh dear. But um, yeah. Oh, actually, no. I'm sure that this he's presenting himself. Stop playing around. This is no good for the audio. This is fine. Version this is on fine. SoundCloud, which is the primary. Look, people understand. Glitch. People understand that this is a semi-visual medium podcasting. Well, no, this is an audio medium. You light up my life. But they um. Oh god. But they 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 make decent games. They're good. They're big. They've got lots of levels. There's about like 13 levels for the main storyline, plus yeah. every sort of element of character, there's like eight or nine elements or whatever, has their own specific stage. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of little hidden stages and stuff. So there's quite a lot in it. I like I like how detailed they are. Yeah, nice figures. That's pretty cool. A good bit of crash. Cool. Yeah. Is this in 3D? What, the video? Yeah, yeah. totally. It's in 3D. In Guys, reach out and touch it. They feel really nice. 3D, yeah. Um, oh. But yeah. Um, Skylines Imaginators is really cool I don't know like I wouldn't suggest spending 70 quid to get Crash Bandicoot and Neo no, Cortex what kind of an idiot do that? I know right um, <laughs> but like I mean they're going to release those figures later apparently stop yeah. doing that okay. 
They're going to release those figures later, apparently, so you can play them on Xbox and P and Wii U because you can't. You can only get it on PS4 with Crash. But um, yeah, solid game. That's cool. Good stuff. Right, your last review. You uh, going through this really quickly this week? Oh my leg! So your last review. Uh, um, my, it's because I'm a little bit self-conscious because of this top. Yeah. Like normally, I wear this when I'm running, and I've got a hoodie on over it. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know. Just not there yet, am I? Well, you decided to wear that. Well, I, you know, I've been, I've been working out. I feel good about myself. I feel proud of myself. I'm on fleek. I'm hoping that blonde lady's watching. <laughs> She'll know me. She loves me. I'm so alone, everyone. Just review your last thing. So my last thing this week is going to be masturbation. Uh, yeah, no, sorry, no, sorry, got it wrong. That's what I'm going to be doing in five minutes. No, my last review this week is going to be the new series of Black Mirror. On Netflix. Black Mirror Series 3. Do you know what Black Mirror is? Yeah, I never watched it. You never watched it? Okay, so Charlie Brooker, the impressive writer of many different things, including Charlie Brooker's Screenwipe and his books. Um, Donald official Adele. UK PlayStation magazine. Official UK PlayStation magazine. The, the Guardian. He, he's a fantastic writer. He's a very intelligent, funny guy. I like his programs. I like his TV shows. I like Dead Set, which is a more serious horror program. Mm. They released around Halloween about fucking ten years ago now. Jesus mm. Christ. Um, and I've got a crush on Davino Cool. Um, anyway, but that's besides the point. Black Mirror is uh, it's, a, it's an anthology series, so each episode is a different story. Each story is relating around uh, the horrors of technology, almost to like a dystopian future, Ooh. but nothing apocalyptic, more like uh, we're all stuck within the confines of our inter- technological requirements. That's talk so fast. So, the series... Speak oh. normal, human speed. So... What's been released now has been produced in partnership with Netflix to be released exclusively on Netflix as opposed mm. to Channel 4. One of the things that I've noticed about going back and watching the older episodes on Channel 4 are there are a lot of celebrities now, people like Doomhill Gleeson, yeah. who have done fantastic now, but fucking five or six years ago, were a little bit off the radar. Yeah. So they're in episodes and they, they act really well. Like You can kind of see why they're movie stars now. Yeah. Um, and But watching the newer series, you've got people like Bryce Dallas Howard... Um, you've got CJ from Dawn of the Dead. I can't remember the name of the guy who plays CJ. That's really embarrassing because he's actually quite good in a lot of other things. Um, Which one's CJ? Oh, Dawn of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. The remake? Yeah. Oh, you mean the guy from... The um, Stash. Power Stash. Yeah, He's yeah, from yeah. Uh, House Cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But they've got, they've, they've got like a handful of like um, American celebrities, including people like... Um, oh, I can't remember her name. Shit, I had a really bad crush on her when she was in... Um, if she was in Freaks of Nature. Oh. Well, it doesn't matter. That's going to be upset me. No, I, really want, I want to do her honour. I don't want to... I'm in love with her, so I don't really want... Anyway, so that's besides the point. So each story um, centres around different um, different worlds where technology has, you know, taken over in different aspects. Or not just taken over, maybe not taken over at all, really, but just it's synergised with humanity in different ways. Mm. Um, so every series I have a highlight episode. Doom Hill Gleason episode is one for uh, series two... Whereas this time I found it harder to get invested in the first few, and then see, and then episode four hit me. Now I'm not going to ruin what happens in episode four, but it's, it it starts off um, like a story about two lovers who are experiencing each other and the sensations they feel. Um, one from the perspective of someone for the first time, the other from the perspective of someone who has tried and seen it all, and they're sort of they're um, but they're both young, so they're both like twenty to twenty four. So whilst one's meant to be like a weathered. Well, not weathered, but you know what I mean, like a wary, world-aware lover, and the other one's meant to be, like, someone who's never done that before, they're experiencing something for the first time. I won't give away any more about it, because it, I kind of guessed what was happening in the first ten or so minutes. It's a VR. Shut up. 
So I kind of guess what happened in the first I've five or ten it. minutes. It's VR, isn't it? It's always VR. I kind of guess what happens in the first five or ten minutes. Hmm. And then as the episode goes on, even though it's even though there's an element to it that you can kind of guess before you see what's actually happening, it, because the acting's so good, because the way that they've done it is so great, and because the way it's presented is so clear and so concise, even in that just hour time frame, it's it's fucking emotionally destroy destroying. Like you watch it. The, my problem is that so I've that's always... That's why you were hearing all that crying coming from your room last night. No, that's just the shameful masturbation that I do it. Oh, you're having a crank. Say, crank? It's when you cry and wank at the same time. No, that's a crank too. A crank is where you stick your finger up your arsehole and then jerk off with a hand that you don't usually write with. No. Oh, what have no. I been doing then? I'm not cranking. Uh mm. shit. Yeah. I might have been trying to cross the streams. That's Never cross the streams. Well, uh, see, I do it nightly. Never. Um, anyway, so it's... It's kind of, it's it's one of those series that it's not going to apply. It's not going to appeal to everyone because it. Are they all on Netflix now? Yeah, all three seasons are on Netflix point. now, so it's really it's worth watching every yeah, one of them. Because I love like Twilight Zone and Our Limits. They were, my, they were my jam when I was a kid. There's no sci-fi element. But I like. But I like. So I watched Tales from the Crypt when I was a kid. Our Limits. Yeah. I used to love Tales from the Crypt when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, that was so, a good one. That was on late nights ITV. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Da, 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 the Crypt Keeper da, da, going. Da, 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 it's all like, what a spooky tale we have for you tonight. <laughs> what a shocker. There's an episode directed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. There is. He there? plays, he comes in in the beginning yeah. of it. Yeah, it's the one where the old guy starts replacing all his bits with a young guy. Yeah. And it turns out that it, it didn't matter at all anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The cartoon one was excellent as well. Yeah. Yeah, there was a cartoon version. But, um... <sighs> Black Mirror is not like that. It's not going to appeal to as many people. It really isn't. Mm. It's smart. It's it's. You very... saying people are stupid? Yeah. Why do you hate stupid people? Because Gogglebox is a fucking thing, oh, and I have true. to put up with consulate yeah. fucking vote Brexit for Donald Trump. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Why do I fucking hate humanity? Humanity hates itself. I don't even <laughs> need to fucking try. I just despise the fucking remnants that slowly drip feed themselves shit on Facebook. Ah. Why'd you do this to me? We'll get on with it. I'm so passionately in love with everyone and you ruin it. Black Sorry. Mirror. Black Mirror, yeah. So Black Mirror is not going to appeal, appeal to anyone. And if I was going to recommend anyone start anywhere, it'd be season one. Actually start watching it from the beginning and then work your way up to season three. Um, because season one starts with more horror, horror elements. Season two introduces the more emotional side to the horror, horror elements. I'm not saying they are, aren't present in season one, but it's almost like a foot, yeah. like getting your footing season. And then season two is more confident. And then season three is overly confident. Because it's got the backing of the American American actors, like Bryce Dallas, like, Bryce Dallas Howard is in the first episode, yeah. and whilst a lot of people have raved about it, I fucking hated that episode because it's kind of how I can see the world going anyway, and I don't really like it. I hate that. I fucking oh despise. no, it's, it was rang <clears throat> true. Someone, I I went and hung out with someone, and they took a picture of a fucking coffee the other day. What are you meant to? You got to tell people. What they took a picture having. of a coffee they were going to drink. They took a picture of something that's consuming, like they are going to consume. They took a picture to advertise for that company for free, was and their they name thought spelled wrong. I'm so whore fucking. Was their name spelled wrong on the cup? <sighs> no, it's mine. Because um, like when I got one from Starbucks a couple of weeks back, they put Anton on it. <sighs> They're actually just mourning the orchard. Um, anyway, possibly. All right. So anyway, that's besides the point. Black books, in general, as as a whole. Black books. Black mirror, as a whole. <laughs> Sorry, I hit your wasp. Yeah. <laughs> black. Black mirror as a whole gets a very high review. I'm not going to give it to Tom Atkins because it's not quite a Tom Atkins. I would give it more Benedict Cumberbatch or and Benedict Cumberbatch. Scarlett Johansson. 
Stick with Benedict Cumberbatch. Don't start yet, because I'm not done with my review. You, you're really getting there. You're edging your way in. So anyway, I'm going to talk about Doctor Strange now. I haven't seen it. I assume it's terrible. It's no, the worst don't... fucking thing ever. Fucking... Like, I assume it's the same generic story that Marvel always tells. And just because DC are a little bit darker, no one likes them, and Marvel are paying all the reviewers to hate them. Ah, oh, why can't people love Batman vs. Superman? Well, how do you think I afforded Skylander's super look, imaginators? Look, Suicide Squad is a masterpiece. Hmm. Do you not even know anything about the Joker and Harley Quinn? They're in love. Yeah. They want to kiss and cuddle. Yeah. Anyway. You're saying. Right, so Red Dwarf finished this. <laughs> You're just going to sit there looking at your phone. Yeah. Okay. So I saw... Doctor Strange. Yep. Doctor Strange isn't about a doctor who likes picking up strangers for sex, which I was quite disappointed by because I'd taken my trousers off and everything. I was all ready. No. But, um, yeah, basically, Doctor Strange, for those not au fait with the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. he's a magician. Harry, stop taking photos of the string. <laughs> You look like a cunt. You're moaning about people taking photos of coffee and you're there taking photos of the stream. This has gone off the handle, hasn't it? It's Mm. gone off the rails. But Doctor Strange is introducing music to the Marvel Universe. That magic. You're messing me up. Sorry. (laughs) So we've had hints of magic before because you had the Force stuff and they always said, oh, magic's like science and shit, isn't it? But in this one, it's all like, the way they depict it is like, yeah, magic exists, but really all it is, is you understanding everything better. Because okay. there's like, when he, when he goes to meet the ancient one, who's, um, what's her face? Kate Blanchett. He's always delightful in everything. She's hilarious and we need to talk about Kevin. Tilda Swinton, same person. No. Yeah. She's, no, Kate Blanchett was yeah, in Tilda Swinton. Drake. Tilda Swinton, whatever. But she's hilarious and we need to talk about Kevin. Um, so... <sighs> She's all like, she gets the book and she's like, okay, because Doctor Strange is a man of science. He hurts his hands. He wants to cure them. He can't. They're shaky. Um, so he goes to seek this help in, in uh, where was it? Kathmandu. Mm-hmm. Um, in Nepal. So she's like, take a look at this book. And the first thing she does, because she's kind of a bit playful and messing with him a bit, she opens it up on the chakras page. And he's like, oh, great. So you're showing me chakras. What a load of nonsense. And then showing all the other stuff in x-rays. So like, look, all these people had like an idea of something bigger but they didn't piece it all together and she's going to teach him how to piece it all together and that's how he starts to learn how to do stuff like opening portals using his like ring thing he's got like this ring thing to open portals can't really call it but he can also make a lasso a whip um but the idea is the main bad guy Mads Mikkelsen's character whatever his name is he's he's basically decided that the ancient one's cheating them and she's lying to them and so he's going to He's going to basically say she's using the dark magic or something and he's going to like bring Dormammu through to in order to take over Earth. He'll, he, well, he's destroy on, Earth. He's on shooting stars most of the time. What, Dormammu? Dormammu. That's Zeranu and Uvavu. Dormammu. But, so Matt Mickelson's going around. His intention is to destroy the three main Sanctum Sanctorums on Earth. Which are... One in New York, one in London, one in Hong Kong. Which are basically, they're like a shield protecting the Earth from mythical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously they're in New York because it's the place where they film most of it. It's in London because before Brexit that was cheap to film in. And it's in Hong Kong because we've got the Chinese market to appeal to. Um, it's weird how they try to appeal to the Chinese market 
They have the Hong Kong setting for the finale, but they can't have an Asian ancient one. That'd be going too far. Can't be doing that. Um, as far as like the film goes, it's not like the straightforward Marvel superhero story arc. Because mm. you know how usually they don't have too many problems in their origin movie? Yeah. Like their problems as a character don't tend to turn up to the sequels. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is like narcissistic as fuck before he like goes out and does all the stuff. He's basically big headed, thinks he knows everything out there because he's follower of science and medicine and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, his photographic memory keeps coming up when that's how he apparently taught himself to get a PhD and an MD in the same year because he was like super smart and he can memorise song titles for some reason because you have to have licensed music in your films now. Abra, Abra, Not Abra, It's more prog and funk that he listens to. Oh. Um, but yeah, he's got all this stuff like, you know, he spends his money as soon as he gets it and when he injures his hands in the car crash, he's like, you know, doesn't have the money coming in anymore. So he's desperate to fix his hands so he can get back to surgery. But he finds a greater cooling. Instead of helping one person on the operating table, he can help the whole world. With his what abilities. What kind of magic um, spell to use? But he's teamed up with... Slugs and He's teamed spares. up with Mordor, M- M- of, yeah. um, Baron Mordo, yeah. who isn't evil yet. So it's kind of like... You know how the Green Lantern film should have been Green Lantern and Sinestro buddy copping, but yeah. Sinestro's going a bit dark? Yeah. That's what this film does. Okay. So it's Doctor Strange and Baron Mordo working together on stuff, but Mordo's like, you're kind of going a bit far here. I don't like this direction. But I've got other ideas and things like that. So, you know, by the end, he walks away. So you know that in the sequels, you're probably going to have Baron Mordor as the main villain. He's played by um, Chiwetel Idafor, whatever you pronounce his name. Chiwetel Idafor. It's a tricky name. It's got a J in it for some reason. Chiwetel Idafor. How do you pronounce that other one? Which one? Digimon Houndoom. Oh, no, uh, Darren Husu. Yeah, that's the one. Digimon Houndoom. How can you not say that? <laughs> Darren Husu. Yeah, I know. But, um, I look in the mirror every day. I think... Like, and I see myself and I see disgusted anyway, yeah never back down so they've done a pretty standard like origin thing but not the standard Marvel origin mm-hmm. it's a bit more involved there's a bit more character there um, stop taking selfies of the screen okay you just moan about people taking pictures of coffee so the main draw for this film I think for a lot of people is that it does the whole you remember Inception's weird abstract yeah. effects and stuff yeah. it goes apeshit with that stuff um, some of it is like the most psychedelic visuals on screen since 2001. It's like properly like repeating frames of images over and over again, stretching things out like weird psychedelic album cover kaleidoscopic craziness going on. Um, I'd actually say it might even be worth watching in 3D just for that. Um, if you don't, if you know, if you're not prone to motion sickness, maybe because um, it gets weird. Uh, but the, like, all the cities falling apart is basically because Baron, um, the bad guy whatever his name is, Mads Mikkelsen's yeah. character. He's got bad eyes like I have. Oh, Calicius or Calicius yeah. or Calicius. Um, whenever they like, they can sort of create this mirror world thing where they can manipulate reality. He was doing it outside of that though for a little while, naughty guy. Okay. Um, but they basically, when you see that bit in the trailer where the city's all inside out and stuff, mm. that's where they've basically gone crazy trying to tra- chase each other and they're basically fucking gravity up and moving each other around. Can other place. people see what's happening? No, everyone else is completely unaware. As far as they're concerned, the street is normal. Yeah. But all the magicians who are in this mirror world can see it. And it's introduced right at the start. There's like a whole action <laughs> sequence with this where people are jumping up onto walls and fighting and stuff like that. It's pretty cool because it's like... You want to place... Um, 
but yeah, there's like crazy visuals, some of the best visuals they've done in Marvel films, and it is it's done by the same visual effects leaders who did Guardians of the Galaxy, Which and that was probably the best. It, there yeah, because yeah, the Avengers films kind of look a bit shit sometimes, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Ultron was all right as far as like metal CGI characters go. Oh, Ultron looked great, but um, but there's stuff like do you remember the action sequence at the start of Age of Ultron where they're all swinging around? And yeah, it's like just stupid green screen CGI as fuck, yeah. you know. Um, and Civil War had some slightly dodgy CGI. Like, there's a thing went out a few weeks ago where everyone was like, oh my god, Black Panther's costume was CGI in Civil War. I was like, you didn't notice. Yeah. Like, there's literally about two shots where he's got a real mask. It's CGI, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but Civ- the Doctor Strange is stunning looking. Yeah. And I like that whenever they use the magic, it is like full-blown, you know, the stuff that would only appear in comic books normally, where it's like weird symbols and yeah, shapes watched, rotating I, around. I haven't actually seen it yet. But the trailer has a lot of that. Yeah, but I watched the I watched the clip where he's oh, yeah. about to fight Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, and he only gets one of the shields working. The other one's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah he gets like one that. shield up, and then the other one doesn't work. Because the it? idea is, it's not like he just summons this, and he's yeah. still learning. It is a. It's like you're having to tap into a very complex, yeah, like, it's like skill. having to think of calculus whilst yeah. also at the same time typing a novel. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it's there's some cool stuff. One thing that's a bit weird. This is an end. It's not a post credit spoiler. Yeah. There's, when the credits start rolling, um, Scott Adkins is credited higher than Mads Mikkelsen. Really? Yeah, his name comes up first. And I had to... Uh, Scott, Scott Adkins, the weird action star. Yeah, the one who loads of people cream themselves over, but he's no Gary Daniels. Um, Leave Gary Daniels. He's in a couple of scenes. He says nothing other than, ah, oh, I'm pretty much on fire um, when he gets killed Dormammu. in one bit. Oh, he's dead. But um, he's not Dormammu, no. He's just a henchman. But he's higher credited than Mads Mikkelsen. That's weird. Really weird. I mean, even Benedict Wong's higher credited than Mads Mikkelsen. And he That's doesn't credit weird. anyone higher than Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen's like one of the greatest Hannibal. actors. Yeah, well, <laughs> have you watched Hannibal yet? No, but he's good in that. I've seen bits and bobs of it. You need to start watching yeah. Hannibal. Um, Dormammu, spoilers. Is Benedict Cumberbatch? No. No. Their, their effect for Dormammu is, Dormammu is really interesting because they didn't make him a walking like character model guy. Yeah. He's basically like uh, an entity. Yeah. You know like how in the Fantastic Four sequel they he tried to make smoke. Galactus? Yeah. And they tried to depict him as being something bigger than just a man, like he's an entity? Yeah. Dormammu is much better done than that. Um, his realm is like... Imagine like the 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 like this links between cells mm-hmm. being blown up to full size and all like purple and green. Hmm. And Dormammu is like this giant rippling mass and he's got a face... That's all he is, is like a face, but it's all like rippling out from the centre. So like, like imagine if water's being blown up and flowing out, but it's flowing out in the shape of a face. Um, and his eyes are like like another galaxy that you're seeing inside. It's really like a really trippy design. Um, and I quite like that. I've, I imagine if they ever show Dormammu as like a regular character, it'll probably look more like he does in the comics or something. But the thing is, like, Dormammu's design is not super original. He's basically Onslaught with, with Ghost Rider's head. Yeah. That's what he is. And I kind of like that they did a different design entirely for him. Mm. Um, you know. And, yeah, Doctor Strange as a whole, I quite enjoyed it. It's not like art or anything. It's got some very funny dialogue moments. In it. Some people really complain about the humour. Mm. But there's, like, one exchange that I found fucking hilarious where Doctor Strange walks in. And Matt Mickelson's guy then, no, oh, who are you then, mister? And he says, Doctor. Mr. Doctor. And he goes, Strange. Yes, he is, quite a bit. I thought that was a brilliant exchange of dialogue. Yeah. Just, that's a very... Okay, so... Stuff. If, I, if I was to... If I was to say to you, because we can't really review this and 
give it a negative score. I think that I, you've been glowingly positive about the film. It's a 7 out of 10, if anything. Okay. Like, it's not perfect, but there are way worse Marvel films, like Iron Man 2, both the four films, um, Age of Ultron. I didn't mind the four films. The first four film has its moments, because it's like Kenneth Fish Branagh water, was yeah. like tongue-in-cheek as hell. Yeah. And the second one's got a bit more humour, but I don't think... Like, boring as fuck, that second film. Really? I liked it. Um, but the first one, I the thing I like in the first one is the like, blatantly love up to Masters of the Universe film. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, Doctor Strange is a bit more, bit more serious, has its humour, but visually one of the most spectacular films. Okay, so we already right. know that you don't like Batman vs Superman or Suicide Squad. Yeah. Okay, so here's a scenario, right? Someone says to you, "I'm going to cause pain on you," but here's the choice: I can let you have no pain if you watch Batman vs Superman. Hmm. Or Suicide Squad. But if you take the pain, I'll let you watch Doctor Strange. Right. Okay. How much pain do you think you can endure? Are we watching the extended cut of Suicide Squad? Or Batman vs. Superman, yeah. Because I, I still want to see the extended cut of Suicide Squad. I know, but would see you rather watch that re-edited? over watching Doctor Strange again in 3D? Oh, I'd watch Doctor Strange again any time. But you said there's yeah. pain involved. There's pain involved. So, what kind so, of pain? Uh, Is this Hellraiser type scenario? No, no, no. It's not Hellraiser type pain. All right, okay. So if you watch Doctor Strange... You have to put up with. You have to put up with banged knee. So you know, like when you're running a kid and you fall over, you bang your knee and it, it oh, sort of. Yeah, you take that? Yeah. Okay. Alright, if you watch Doctor Strange, you have to put up with a broken finger. Never broken a bone, but. Eh. Over Batman versus Superman, yes. Or Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, I could happily watch that again. Batman versus Superman, I don't think over I could get through Doctor- it again. Yeah, really? Yeah, I, I prefer Suicide Squad to Batman v Superman. Okay, let's, let's change it up a little bit. You have to watch Batman v Superman Extended Edition or Suicide Squad Extended Edition five times in a row. No. Oh. Or you can watch Doctor Strange once, but you have to endure the pain. Uh. There's no pain if you watch Batman v Superman. In fact, I'll give you popcorn. There is pain if you watch Batman well, v yeah, Superman. Well, yeah, but there's no pain physically. <laughs> I don't but know. Mental kind of pain yeah. can cause permanent scarring. Okay, brain. so Broken Finger and Doctor Strange or five times over for the... Break a finger. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. So, Broken Arm. <laughs> Right. Um, get on with uh, it. For a second, I thought you were just going to prod me in the arse. Get on or, with it. We, no, no. Oh, um, okay, so broken arm or five times Suicide Squad straight. Uh, suicide Squad Batman Superman. Oh, I don't want to break much arm. Left. I don't use my left one for much, so it's fine. See, I like this. I do all the good stuff with my right hand. Exactly. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, Typing, so writing, overwhelmingly, what you're turning saying pages is, in a book. Overwhelmingly, what you're saying is that all the people that like DC films... I can play Chroma Squad one-handed. It's a mouse control. All the people that like D- uh, the DC films and they say like, oh, you don't understand it. They're all cunts and they're wrong. Mm. That's what you're saying. You'd be interested to see what Wonder Woman's like. I think it's going to be awful. Someone was saying... Was it saying... Joss Whedon's saying he's like super hyped right now. That's interesting. Um... The thing is with Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad is both could have been better. Yeah. Like, I think even with good editing, they could have been better. Because <laughs> Batman, like, Suicide Squad was one of the worst edited films I've ever seen in cinema. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, they're not enjoyable in sight. It's like Batman and Robin is awful. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious film. I'll pay for it with my back card. Yeah. <laughs> it expires they, it's forever. Yeah. Like, it's Batman Forever. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's clever. It's clever. Yeah. It's stupid, um, clever. But because um, that film is like a nineteen sixties Batman done in the nineties, that's yeah. what it is. But it's just fucking awful. Mm. But Batman v Superman is just like a really poorly made film that I think. Give me the extended edition and a couple of hours, and I'll try and edit in something decent. 
Okay. It'd be about 30 minutes long. <laughs> It'll be a mini film. Lex Luthor probably won't even be in it. Oh, no, mine would just be Lex Luthor. It'd just be Batman Mine stuff. would just be Lex Luthor, and it'd be half an hour of him putting, putting Jolly Ranchers into that guy's mouth. Yeah. His finger. Actually, yeah. 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 Ba, 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 ba. What was that about? I'm the fucking jar of piss. Oh, Granny's Fuck peach tea. That's the thing. Suicide Squad didn't have anything that embarrassingly bad in it. Ah! Uh... Killer Croc, when he took his shirt off, looked a bit stupid. Because... <laughs> His all head. Like, yeah. But <laughs> um, like you imagine this beefy guy. I don't know. Slipknot was pretty fucking stupid. Yeah, he was there just to have his head blown Captain up. Boomerang was in love with a unicorn because of Deadpool. And um, they won't want to fucking admit Captain there. Boomerang was kind of funny in that, though. I know, but they I didn't... Thought, I was quite impressed. Why they make him into Deadpool? Yeah. Um, but I'm quite impressed Kitana that... Um, Katana was treated played like a paperweight. Yeah, she's got a lot more in the extended cut, apparently. Oh, does she? Great. Yeah. yeah. Harley Quinn was in a romance with Joker instead of an abusive mm. relationship. Yeah. Batman kissed Harley Quinn for no fucking reason. He tried to revive her. No. Mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. He kisses her. It's not a kiss, that's mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. It doesn't work. It's a myth that that works. Um, anyone worth their salt doing first aid will not do mouth-to-mouth no, resuscitation. Just do the, just do, Chest compressions yeah. are more likely to work. Or yeah. just shouting, no, damn it, no, while slapping them. Don't go. But yeah, not this way. Not this way. But um, Deadpool, Deadshot, sorry, was... Uh, I thought Will Smith was alright in he, that. No, Will Smith's fine, but his story is dog shit. <laughs> like, like the best scene with Will Smith in it was the scene in the beginning where he's like, where he's like, hey, okay, it just became like two million. Yeah. That's the only time oh, he yeah, actually yeah. That's seen... That's the only time you see him be dead shot. That's the only time that's dead shot. And then yeah. the rest of it, it's like, it's like oh, I like that they had plenty of stuff with him and his daughter and stuff. No, like, because they did it wrong. They're, they're like, man. oh, these are the most dangerous villains in the world, but we have leverage. What's the leverage? I never think Deadshot should be like... <laughs> Depicted as the most dangerous thing you're No, but you know what I mean? The, Deadshot's like, got to have a bit of a soul to him. He's like how, someone who could be a hero if he well, wasn't. Well, that's the thing. Like, so instead, of, instead of the shit, you know where he's like punching the wall? Hmm. Have him stop punching the wall and then look at a really beat up picture of his door. He's obviously had to smuggle in through hmm. nefarious methods. Don't show up a fucking. Butt. Don't show a fist fight between him and Batman. What's the point of that? It's a hmm. waste of budget. It's a waste of time. And it's stupid. Yeah. Because why would anyone who actually gives a shit about their child try and murder someone in front of them? That's like completely counterintuitive to being a good fucking parent. But still, someone, probably Zack Snyder, went, you know what we need, Batman? Deadshot. Get it done. Hmm. Well, Evs. My nose sucks. <laughs> yeah. But Doctor Strange is all right. Yeah, I'm really happy because I do want to go see it. And also, uh, visual effects of Guns of Galaxy. I always thought they were aired on the side of yeah, Wiggy. Yeah, the best looking yeah. Marvel like, film by far. They're, they're Wiggy. They just they go wherever they want. It doesn't really make any sense yeah. for... For them to be confined. I'd and say I on a level... Doctor Strange would do the same. Quality-wise, because... I mean, I don't know what to say was my favourite... What, what sort of quality-wise I'd say Doctor Strange is on level with. Because I really like the Incredible Hulk film. I think it's fine. I really like the Incredible I'd probably Hulk say it's film. Some... The fight at the end of the Incredible Hulk film is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite brutal for... Yeah. He <laughs> for chokes a guy with a fucking wrecking Rips ball. a bone out of his arm and stabs him with it. Yeah. <laughs> he also has that um, awesome... Uh, ca- hmm. Awesome little... Um, Awesome little fucking lead on to the leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is never, never going to happen because Universal apparently, Marvel don't want to share the money with Universal or something, do they? Yeah. Like Rumours. Um, yeah, I don't know which one I'd say to compare it to because Iron Man 1 I think is a bit dated now. It looks a little bit sort of, but it was like the first one. So maybe on level with that. I think Iron Man 3 is the best Iron Man film. I like Iron Man 3 a lot. It's one of my top, it's top five Marvel films. Maybe... What I'm trying to think, like, right, so my top five Marvel now, at this point in time, of the, the films... the first Captain America? 
Pardon? On par with the first Captain America, I'd say Doctor Strange. Yeah, I really yeah, like the It's not quite America. as good as Iron Man, because it's, it's the second half's a mess. So, my my top but, five would probably go um, go Winter Soldier. Hmm. And then you got Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll put the other way around. Really? Yeah. Iron Man 3. Yeah. Uh, the Avengers. Yeah, just because it's pure... It's great. Grin on face. Not and, a great film, but grin on face. Enjoyable. And then fifth would be like... Uh, I'm trying to think, actually. Fifth would be a tough one. Because Civil War's like. enjoyable as hell, but not but brilliant. It's, no, it's not great. Um, I'm trying to think yeah. what I was most excited about seeing. I like... See, that's the thing. Like the first, cap- I think all the origin stories, all the original films, all those are fantastic. They yeah. follow a very similar path, but that's because you need to introduce a character the way that you introduce them. Yeah. It's not like every single one is defined by a week of that person. Like, the first Iron Man takes place over months. It's not like... Uh, There's not many ways... You've got to do an origin story for some of these characters, because the thing is with Marvel films is that, like, none of those characters they established the universe with had had a film other than Hulk, and the Hulk film was kind of... Well, yeah, because they gave it to Ang Lee, and Ang Lee, who's a fucking incredible director, wanted to make something that was more conceptual... Make an art house film. Yeah, yeah, than it was an actual... I, I don't mind the Hulk film. I've got the special edition up there. I don't like <laughs> it. I mean, I own it on Blu-ray, because I've yeah. got all the... Marvel I think there's plenty films. of stuff to like in it, but it's not a good Hulk film. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Charles. But um, Josh Charles in yeah. a cast going like, get the compression, get the compression gel. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I can't think of a fifth. Like just any of the origin stories, they're basically interchangeable. Yeah. Any of the origin stories apart from Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm I'm just chuck them in there. Ant Man, actually Ant Man number five. Yeah. I really fucking like Ant Man. It's the one you everyone forgets. It's enjoyable as hell. I really really like Ant Man. Yeah, and he's great in Civil War. I think out of all the characters, Ant Man's the one who survives as himself the most. Yeah, and he's like. Like you see a genuine change of character from Ant Man because at the start of Ant Man he's quite selfish and stuff, yeah. and this one he's like, well, I could do something big, but um, if you see me ripping half, I mean that'll distract him. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's the yeah. thing as well. Like a lot of people criticise the fact that Ant Man in the first film is all about his daughter and trying to trying to save his relationship with her, and then in this one he's all of a sudden able to just throw down and be like, nope, I'm giving everything up. Gonna go yeah. fight with Captain America. He's fully accepted the idea of being a hero in this film. He's well, think he's like, I want to impress Captain it's America. Not, it's not just that. At the end of the first film, he sits there with a family that's complete, even though he's there. Like, mm. you, sorry, it's a family that's complete even without him. Yeah, he came to realize that his daughter was safe in the hands of the guy who stood in front of fucking yellow jacket and went toe to toe with him. Well, didn't really go toe to toe. Didn't need to even throw a punch. Yeah. But he was. They kept the Thomas the Tank Engine, the giant one. No, that shrunk back down, didn't it? Didn't, no, I'm sure it sat in the street, didn't it? Yeah. Got flung out the window. Didn't it? How long do ants live for? Because that girl's going to be heartbroken in like a week, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Anthony, he died. Yeah, but anyway, no, I um, I really love the Marvel films. I look forward to. It. I'll probably review it next time I'm I'm doing yeah. the podcast because I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have the PS4K. Will I? Yeah, I will have had the PS4 Pro by then. Yeah. Woo! I'll take that. Wasting money. Sweet. So like a pro. That's all our reviews. That's the, this first, that's the first live stream of yeah. Critopocalypse. I'm going to click a thing a second. It's not going to end the stream. It's going to end the recording. That's going to go up on SoundCloud on Bye, probably Wednesday. audio listeners. So we love you. That's a nice, brief, one hour long Have a podcast. good Halloween and some spooky sprinkles. Thank you for watching. Bye. Listening. Love you. Listening. Thank you for listening. Love you. Goodbye. I want to rim you. <laughs>